Additional support for today's Heat Treat Radio episode is provided by Nell Hydrogen, suppliers of on-site hydrogen generation systems. Learn more about Nell Hydrogen at www.nellhydrogen.com. That's one L, N-E-L, hydrogen.com. Hello and welcome to Heat Treat Radio. I'm your Heat Treat Radio host and publisher of Heat Treat Today magazine, Doug Glenn. In this episode of Heat Treat Radio, we touch base with David Wolf to hear how the COVID-19 crisis has affected hydrogen sourcing for heat treaters. Cylinders have been taken out of hydrogen service and reserviced into medical oxygen. The suppliers are encountering delays and additional costs for cleaning and disinfection around delivery of cylinder hydrogen. Listen to hear more about supply chain interruptions and what solutions heat treaters have when it comes to acquiring hydrogen during this critical time. But first, if you haven't listened to our previous two-part conversation with Dave back in January and February, search directly on the web or on our podcast platforms for Heat Treat Radio, a discussion with David Wolf to hear part one and part two. You won't want to miss these fascinating conversations about hydrogen basics, the transportation and economics of hydrogen use, and on-site hydrogen generation. If you are a manufacturer with in-house heat treat or simply would like to know more information about the North American heat treat industry or heat treat technologies, visit our website at www.heattreattoday.com. You can also subscribe to any of our seven e-newsletters to keep you abreast of the latest technologies and tips within your specific industry, be it aerospace, automotive, medical, energy, or general manufacturing. To subscribe to any of these e-newsletters, visit our site or go directly to www.heattreattoday.com slash subscribe. Now let's hear about supply chain interruptions and what on-site hydrogen generation looks like in a COVID-19 world. We're here today with Dave Wolf from Nell Hydrogen. Dave is the Eastern Regional Sales Manager, and we've had a couple of previous uh, episodes, Heat Treat Radio episodes with Dave, talking about on-site hydrogen generation. But in light of COVID-19 and the thing, all that all that has happened there, uh, we wanted to revisit this issue. So first, Dave, I just wanted to say good morning and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Doug. I appreciate it. Good. Uh, it's it's been an amazing time, and uh, I think we're all shocked by the number of uh, unexpected and wide ranging effects of this uh, COVID nineteen event. Um, we talked about uh, discussing supply chain interruptions, which have been uh, unbelievable and sometimes counterintuitive. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the grocery store these days and look at the shelves and the, the TP, the rice, the meat, milk and eggs are all empty shelves. Mm-hmm. Um, people talk about uh, going to Amazon and uh, uh, even PC monitors are sold out, thermometers and jigsaw puzzles. The most uh, humorous is uh, in this world of Zoom meetings 
even dress shirts and blouses are selling, but not pants and skirts. <laughs> so it's, yeah. uh, it's an interesting time. Yes, yes. I've been uh, astounded by the wide-ranging effects on, on all businesses. Mm-hmm. I just recently reviewed my uh, recent uh, business ca- charge card bill, and the total amount that I charged in March and April was zero. Yeah, yeah. That's money that didn't support restaurants and hotels, gasolines and air, airlines, and uh, obviously their supply chain suffered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're seeing virtually every business is running into raw material shortfalls caused by shutdowns or logistics issues upstream in the supply chain. Mm -hmm. Yeast for pizza, alcohol for chemicals and cleaners, metal parts for assembled machinery. I think, uh, you know, I'm talking to you from Connecticut. We have a, a, a small but healthy dairy industry here, and it's tragic to see logistics issues causing dairy farmers to dump milk mm-hmm. they can't sell while bottled milk prices at the grocery store are surging upward yeah yeah the it's definite that the the impact as you said and said it well has been wide-ranging uh in many in many ways somewhat devastating and and somewhat counterintuitive it's hard to tell hard to tell but we want to talk specifically today about the revisit uh, for a bit on on-site hydrogen generation based on what has been happening. So let's let's just uh, revisit the on-site hydrogen generation in light of these changes. I mean, what, what exactly okay. are companies having to look at now that they weren't having to look at before? What we hear from companies uh, is they're, they're, they're focused on two priorities. They're focused on employee safety and uh, the control of factors of production, their supply chain. Mm -hmm. So they want to bring people back in a safe fashion, uh, and that's requiring an an immense amount of accommodation, and then they need to make sure that they have their raw material. Mm -hmm. Um, Hydrogen is required for most types of heat treating, uh, tintering, uh, as a carrier gas and fuel for analytical equipment, for semiconductor processing, for chemicals, uh, for operation of power plants. Without hydrogen, these things don't happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've lived this through at, uh, at uh, Nell uh, before. Uh, Ten years ago, just post-Katrina, uh, when delivered hydrogen was limited due to plant outages, Nell Hydrogen, which was then Proton Onsite, was actually contacted by the federal government to prioritize hydrogen generator deliveries to power plants because without hydrogen, power plants can't operate, and we were under orders to prioritize electrical supply. So we've seen some aspects of this before. Right, right. Well, I mean, in light of that, what's the... Let's talk briefly just about what are some of the risks are for delivered hydrogen. What's you know what are we talking about here? Well, there's new supply chain risks to consider. Uh, most of us, uh, you know, see this pretty personally. We haven't purchased any gasoline in weeks. That's why the price is low. In almost all cases, the hydrogen that is delivered to U.S. customers is actually a 
co-product or almost a byproduct of the refinery uh, processing of crude oil. It is not the primary product for the plant. It is a co-product. Mm-hmm. The excess hydrogen is then sold at, at relatively low prices to industrial gas providers for purification, packaging, and resale. Mm-hmm. So if the gasoline is not in demand, the supply of hydrogen available for sale to the industrial gas suppliers will decline mm-hmm. because it's not being produced. So you have um, you know, that uh, risk of the basic hydrogen supply. Mm-hmm. You then have um, the fact that the hydrogen plants may be lower in pro- business priority compared to other gases uh, when it comes to staffing limitations. Mm-hmm. Right now, oxygen is uh, the focus of all the industrial gas companies, and, and, uh, and I'm going to talk about some of the implications of that. The other thing is that the U.S. supply chain for hydrogen, particularly in cylinders, has multiple steps. A failure in any step will result in shortfalls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For example... Because of the cost and challenges of storage, the hydrogen or excuse me, the entire industrial gas industry runs with very lean inventories. Mm-hmm. You can't just put hydro, you know, uh, industrial gases on the shelf. Mm-hmm. They right. need they need to be packaged or stored in tanks, mm-hmm. and the and the amount of storage is very limited. So logistics hiccups very quickly result in shortages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Cylinder and tube trailer distribution chains might become frozen because empties are not being returned from customers who are closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, Additionally, for cylinder hydrogen, cylinders have been taken out of hydrogen service and reserviced into medical oxygen. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the suppliers are encountering delays and additional costs for cleaning and disinfection uh, around delivery of cylinder hydrogen. And discussions about additional waves of COVID and whether people have acquired resistance and therefore can go back to work are all delaying a return to a normal situation. Right, right. Well, now, is it possible that some of the customers might experience uh, limitations, hydrogen supply limitations, different than than other customers? My feeling, it's always uh, tricky to guess, but my feeling is that the effect on the hydrogen supply is likely to be noticed by the smallest volume users first. Uh, and maybe most acutely. Mm-hmm. And, and that's because the cylinder hydrogen uh, logistics are the most uh, complicated, mm-hmm. whereas liquid hydrogen is the least. Mm-hmm. Liquid hydrogen goes directly from the place of manufacture to the customer. And you're limited there primarily by driver availability and travel or cha- and uh, travel challenges. Mm-hmm. Whereas tube trailer and tube bank users 
depend on an additional stage of transfill uh, from liquid to gas. Now, those are the same locations that are struggling to fill oxygen orders for hospitals. Mm -hmm. And in the industrial gas industry, nothing is more important than a hospital oxygen delivery. Right, right. So there it's, it's really a question of, of uh, availability of staff and, and prioritization. But cylinder filling and distribution is far the most equipment and people-intensive form of delivery because you have liquid, transfill, cylinder management, filling, QC, and local delivery all under great pressure because of resources and priorities. Mm -hmm. uh, and then again, the, the issue of, uh, of cylinder availability because every cylinder uh, that is, can possibly be uh, uh, reserviced is being reserviced into oxygen service for hospitals. Yeah. Um, finally, uh, for folks who are using forming gas, uh, in cylinder form in, you know, kind of low uh, quantities, uh, that's likely to be uh, long delays because of the uh, scarcity of the skilled people to do the blending and analysis required for uh, performing gas uh, blending. When we come back, Dave will address the benefits of on-site hydrogen generation given the state of current economic realities. But before we do that, I want to tell you a bit more about today's sponsor, who happens to be Nell Hydrogen, the very company that we've been talking about on today's podcast. Nell Hydrogen, as we've been discussing, is a supplier of on-site hydrogen generation equipment, and they know the heat treat market and can help you eliminate worry about your hydrogen supply chain. As long as electricity and water two of the most basic utilities and the two least likely to get cut off are still being provided at your facility, you'll have hydrogen. And that's high purity hydrogen, which you can mix to any dilution or mixture you'd like. Imagine the day when you don't worry at all about your hydrogen supply. Nell Hydrogen can hasten that day. Check out Nell Hydrogen on the web at www.nellhydrogen.com. That's N-E-L-1-L hydrogen.com. Or email me, Doug, at heattreattoday.com. And I'll put you directly in touch with David Wolf, who is our guest today on Heat Treat Radio and is the guy we need to return to now so that he can elaborate on the benefits of on-site hydrogen generation in these and possibly future COVID days. So, I mean, it, you've laid out nicely, I think, the, the potential risks of what's going on with COVID and, and how it may impact supply uh, and, and even employee safety. So let's, let's do a quick review, Dave, of the benefits of on-site generation as opposed to having it delivered in tubes or cylinders or whatever. And how does that address how, how does that impact uh, the, our thinking as far as, as on-site hydrogen generation in these days? Well, you know, if, if hydrogen is a raw material for you, uh, hydrogen generation can enable you to make all of your hydrogen at your site automatically with little personnel attention. So mm -hmm. it becomes a utility. Mm -hmm. And 
the only raw materials that you depend on to make that happen are electricity and water, which are come into your facility in pipes and wires. Mm-hmm. And of, of the logistics chains, logi- uh, electricity and water tend to be among the most reliable. Right. So no trucks, no people, uh, and so forth. And then hydrogen eliminates the space and compliance issues related to hydrogen deliveries and storage. And finally, uh, and this is not strictly related to COVID, but hydrogen generation will, will stabilize your hydrogen costs. So in a time when force majeure charges uh, tend to crop up during mm-hmm. times of, of difficult logistics, you, you don't see those. Right, right. All right, very good. Dave, in addition to our two earlier podcasts together and the ebook Hydrogen Generation and Its Benefits for Heat Treaters, which you can find on our website, I'll direct folks to that ebook later in this episode. Where else would you direct people to find more information about on site hydrogen generation? I would direct them if they if they wish to go to the uh, nellhydrogen.com website for more details on our equipment. Right, right. Okay, super. And then any any concluding thoughts, Dave? Anything else you want to leave us with before we uh, before we go? Well, look, on-site hydrogen can't be implemented overnight, so it makes sense to plan ahead. If this uh, concept makes sense to you, uh, you know, it's, it, we'd be happy to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. The current thinking is this COVID issue may be with us for months, Uh and, and, and there's even talk of waves lasting years. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see this again. Um, on-site hydrogen is a solution to many of the long-term problems we've identified that are associated with delivered and stored hydrogen. And if there's anything that this strange COVID-19 experience has shown us, it's the importance of supply chains for businesses, their employees, and their customers. Whether the uh, issue is Katrina or COVID-19, supply and demand mismatches for hydrogen, uh, or just the diminishing attractiveness of driving the trucks to deliver hydrogen, businesses may wish to control the factors of their own production. Right. Right. All right. Very good, Dave. I think that's that's good. I appreciate the update. It's uh, you know we don't we don't often think in the uh, in the uh, heat treat industry how how exactly uh, COVID nineteen impacts us, but this certainly is one. And I appreciate the insights. Uh, appreciate you being with us, Doug. Thank you for the opportunity to speak to you and uh, and uh, all the folks you serve out in the heat treat industry. All right. Thank you, Dave. Take care. Again, that information for Dave's company website is www.nellhydrogen. That's Nell with one L, N-E-L, hydrogen. Nell is a global company with 24-7 response to nearly any question in any language. In the U.S., you can get in touch with them at 203-949-8697. To get in contact with Dave Wolf, email me directly at doug at heattreattoday.com. The ebook mentioned in today's podcast is free. For access to this amazing 18 page resource, 
go to www.heattreattoday.com slash ebook or simply Bing or Google the, wor- the title of the book, Hydrogen Generation and Its Benefits for Heat Treaters and look for the Heat Treat Today entry. It should be near the top, if not the number one non-paid search result. If you're interested in hearing more tips, technologies, or news, visit www.heattreattoday.com slash radio or type Heat Treat Radio in your web browser. Please reach out to me by email, Doug at HeatTreatToday.com, if you want if you have any questions about this podcast or suggestions for future podcasts. Additionally, if you'd like to sponsor a future episode of Heat Treat Radio, send a message to my email as well and I'll be in touch. My email again is Doug at HeatTreatToday.com. One more note, special thanks to Nell Hydrogen for their sponsorship of this episode of Heat Treat Radio. This and every other episode of Heat Treat Radio is the sole property of Heat Treat Today and may not be reproduced in part or in whole without advance written permission from Heat Treat Today. All audio production credits go to Jonathan Lloyd from Butler, Pennsylvania. He also created and mixed most of the music from this podcast. Thanks, Jonathan. I'm your host, Doug Glenn. Thanks for listening.